0: Welcome to the Nerd Party. A Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn.
1: And I'm her husband and co-host, Philip Gilfus. Well, this week we're going to do something a little bit different, but we're still going to talk about Doctor Who. Okay. So we're going to be doing questions from a hat.
0: (laughs) Ooh. Okay. (laughs) I did wonder why you had that hat with weird things in it.
1: Yeah, summon spells. So, we're going to take turns drawing a question and asking the other person their Doctor Who fandom questions. Okay. So, you go first.
0: All right. You put a lot of work in this. Which Doctor Era would you like to visit the set of for an episode recording?
1: Well, I think it would be probably from the New Who era. And I, don't know, I guess I'm probably a little goes to the same thing of my favorite Doctor. But I think it would be fun to go during the uh, 11th Doctor era with um, Karen and Arthur. Because it would be fun. You know, they're all the same age. They like to have fun. And so I think it would be a fun set to visit.
0: Yeah. Fair enough.
1: hmm. What about you? Do you have any strong opinion?
0: No, I'd, I would have gone with the same thing, probably.
1: Okay. So easy enough.
0: Easy enough.
1: All right. Here's my question for you. This is about New Who. Do you like three-parters in New Who? So, yeah, I'm trying to think of some examples. But, um, you know, the 10th Doctor era would have, I think, the, his second series finale with the Prime Minister. I think that was three parts. Um, you'll have uh, the 13th Doctor. The 12th Doctor had some three-parts. But anyway, do you like three-part stories? Or do you think two-parters is enough in New Who? I'd
0: prefer two-parters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if the story's interesting... I don't mind it.
1: Uh huh. So, so I know yeah. a lot with the classic who that we watch has a lot of parts.
0: Mm, yeah, and
1: that I'm not crazy about. But you, these are a perfect number, you think?
0: I think two mm-hmm. is is the loneliest
1: number. Number? Yep. Is that, that
0: did I do that right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. My question is, home of the free. <laughs> oh no, that's the back of the sheet. Okay, here we go. You have, you baby, I can't read your handwriting. Okay, you have to get rid of one of the following forever. Daleks, Cybermen, Silurians, or Santarans.
1: I think, even though I know he's one of your favorites, I could do without Santarans. I don't think they bring a lot to, you know, the, the, the dumb Klingons of Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the Santarans, as a general rule, meh, but.
1: I mean, that's your guy.
0: Our Sontarans. Yes.
1: Suntar and Ha. Yeah. But, him uh, I like. I mean, to be fair, they haven't been explored fairly often. You know, we watched the first one recently um, with the third Doctor, the first appearance of Santarns, I mean, uh-huh. and uh, we, you know, the new Who with Strax. I was trying to think of his name. Strax. Yes. Oh, well done. Um, yeah. There,
0: Strax I'd keep the rest of
1: them. One appeared in uh, Sarah Jane. And then there was a tenth Doctor one I'm thinking of because it was like with the rich kid. And he had, you know, this, anyway. Um, but, I, I mean, I guess if, unless you're going to do something different with them, which I guess is what we say about all of them, but I guess so far they haven't really done much, so.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cybermen. Okay. Just, yeah.
1: Dolly, dolly, dolly.
0: Yeah, they just don't do a lot for me. Cool. And the old ones kind of creep me out. Sock puppets. Mm. <laughs>
1: well, this is fairly simple. But anyway, who's your favorite new who doctor? And why?
0: Ugh. It's tough. I think it's probably the eleventh, with the tenth coming in a close second.
1: Mm-hmm. And why for?
0: And why for? Well, that's where. But well, anyway, I think because I like his energy and I like his goofiness, and I that appeals to me as the doctor. It feels a little bit alien, but also comfortable. I guess. So, yeah, he's my favorite. How about you?
1: Well, you brought up 10 as being second place.
0: Yes, yeah, just because I think he's interesting. And I think, ultimately, for me, it comes down to the storylines as well.
1: They just have better stories, you think?
0: Yeah, a little bit. What about you?
1: I'd say, for now, 11, I agree. Um, I think, yes, just because he's funny but alien, and then just the way Matt plays it. Obviously, he's very young as an actor, but he plays that old doctor very well the mysterious doctor and then also a little bit dangerous the doctor who lies um, you know because he's always very uh, light about everything's and funny about everything's but there is some a little bit of darkness there that he keeps so Mm. and then even he's humorous about the darkness at times I think one of my I don't say my favorite episode I'll say favorite concept if I can say that because you know I don't know if it's my favorite episode but I liked the Amy's choice where the you have I forget what the villain called himself, um, and I'm trying to give the actor that played him. But anyway, the Dream Doctor, whatever he called the Dream Master, the Night, whatever, where they, you know, they had the two dreams that that Amy was in, and Amy had to choose which one was the dream, which was the reality. But anyway, I like that the part that that's actually that we find out at the end that that's actually the Doctor projecting himself and his fears. So this villain who's been torturing Amy and everyone is the Doctor, and I just think that's interesting exploring that, you know. The, where, where he comes from there
0: mm. yeah mm. absolutely all right Whew. what episode would you use to introduce someone to the 10th doctor
1: Ah, oh, to the 10th doctor yeah because i still i feel like you know you would think the answer would be the first one with the christmas invasion
0: oh but then you don't get to yeah. see him yeah. much yeah. in that because
1: i mean like i he's
0: unconscious for the majority of it
1: because I'm assuming, and you know, I wrote the question, so I can assume, um, that <laughs> you're sort of no one who knows anything about Doctor Who. But you're you're choosing to start with the 10th Doctor, and then which would you choose to introduce it? I'm trying to remember, what was the first ep- proper episode of the Doctor, or 10th Doctor? Um, and I'm blanking on it in my head. But maybe one of the Christmas specials? I don't know, I'm, I'm blanking on him and Rose's seasons for some reason, I can't think of any of them. Uh, you know, this is it's a, it's not an in order episode in which you, usually I would recommend doing an in order e- episode. You know, either a first episode of a season, even if you're not going to pick Doctor and Rose, at least pick the first Doctor and Martha, or you know, a Christmas special. But I think one that just shows the possibilities, even though it's going to spoil a little bit about introducing Donna, "The Fires of Pompeii" is that the name of the episode. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I just think that explores who the Tenth Doctor is because he's you know, trying to solve this mystery and then at the end it's revealed, well in order to it's instead of defeating the monsters, he has to blow up the volcano, and that means, you know, killing everyone in Pompeii that he's not going to be responsible for. And I think not that it's always there, but the sort of Time Lord victorious, that you know, the the last of the Time Lords, the Tenth Doctor, you know, he doesn't have that darkness of the Ninth Doctor, but it's kind of there, I think, during his time as the Tenth Doctor, of that role of what does it mean to be the last of the Time Lords and what responsibilities does he have and you know because he eventually goes with meets the master and all that stuff but Mm. so yeah i would would say fires of pompeii is a a good episode and then it kind of shows you the character of the tenth doctor
0: okay and i think for me it depends on whether you're introducing the tenth doctor Mm -hmm. or doctor who full stop
1: what would be your two choices
0: well i think if it's doctor who full stop i almost want to go with blink
1: Okay, he's not in it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean,
0: he is a little bit, right. but it's a lovely exploration of the show. You don't think
1: it's going to set people at false? I don't think They're so. like, so he's not usually in most episodes. No, no, he is. It's yeah, just...
0: no, no, because it's just a good episode. Uh-huh. But uh, if it's the Doctor, I agree. I'm going to go with the Donna episode. I'm going to go with Donna's first return episode.
1: Yes. I can't remember off the top of my head, but basically where they run into each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, with the adipose. Isn't yes,
0: it? I think you might be right, mm-hmm. yeah, because the, the adipose are cute, yeah. and that's a fun one mm-hmm. to do. So, yeah, but uh, again, a Donna episode, so I'm with you.
1: Okay, I'm choosing the next one here. Oh, this is interesting. What doctor, besides the third doctor, belongs best with unit? So, a recent purchase I've made was the, um, I don't know what it's officially called. But basically, the unit dolls. Yeah, the unit action figure so you get the brigadier uh sergeant benton and captain yates and sort of their um camo gear um their khakis whatever so i sort of have it set up over there with the third doctor and um Uh, Katie Uh, Manning. Joey. (laughs) Uh, uh, Not Joey. No.
0: Something with a J, isn't it?
1: I think so. I don't know why. We're terrible. I know. We're terrible people.
0: We really are, because we really (laughs) like her, and we cannot hold her name in our head. But
1: Katie Manning's character, who everyone knows and is shouting right now, but just we're having brain farts. Yeah. But anyway. um,
0: And thanks for shouting the answers out at us. Exactly. We We appreciate appreciate it. it. Yeah.
1: You should shout louder. We're close. So, which one would be good with with Unit? Um, Joe. Joe. Chuck. Yes, Joe Grant.
0: I knew it. Uh, I Joey. Yeah. Uh, I was You're very, close. very close. You're adding in an extra letter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Four, five, no. Six, maybe. Seven. I'm going to do this all over my head. Um, War Doctor, two on the nose. Uh, eighth, maybe. I'm going to say eighth, maybe. Nine. Oh, the eighth would be ten, interesting. Eleven, twelve. Twelve hate soldiers. So it would be weird. Too bad. Thirteen. The eleventh
0: would be a lot of fun. So,
1: I'm going to say eighth Doctor. Eighth Doctor would okay. be my answer. I, I think... You know, he's not anti-soldier like some of the later Doctors or, or guns. I mean, you know, they're all anti-gun, but you know, some are more so than others. You know, because you, know, you know, the thirteenth Doctor, even even she's been a little. And I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, but I'm saying that's the character. They're very you know anti-gun, and you know, in the set, literally every one of the units people are holding guns, and so. But I think the Eighth Doctor, he's sort of that middle ground where there are things he'd be disagree with how they do things, but he'd still work with them very mm. well. I I think so. That's Ace Doctor. Do you have any?
0: Yeah, I'm going with 7th.
1: Okay, so you think... uh,
0: Because I think it'd be a lot of fun for Ace.
1: (laughs) She'd keep picking up the big guns.
0: (laughs) They'd keep trying to get her to put them down, and yeah.
1: Who do you, I mean, okay, you know, when we've recently, on our third Doctor, seen the uh, the betrayal of Captain Yates, but before Which that... useless. Yeah, but, so before that, who do you think Ace would get along with? I'm not saying romantically or anything, but I'm saying, who do you think she would get on with? Because presumably she'd ha- either hang out with Benton or Yates, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, but I think that... Um,
1: Maybe Benton.
0: It would, no, I think that the, the head guy.
1: Brigadier? Brigadier. Yeah. Sorry.
0: My brain today. Mm-hmm. I think that the brigadier would have a real soft spot for her. Uh-huh. So, I think that would, I think they would be the... Because
1: she'd be the one asking a lot of questions, and he'd be more than happy to educate her. Yes, well, he in
0: may... a very gruff way yeah. that, you know... I
1: don't have time for this, but sure.
0: Yeah, and he would call her Miss, whatever her real name oh. is. And... Uh,
1: yes, um, I don't know Dorothy. I feel like I know that. D- uh, yeah, Dorothy. Well, I don't know her last name. No, like, but no, up. but
0: he'd call her Miss Dorothy or something <laughs> like that, and and yeah. But I think that they'd have a real fondness for each other. I think that'd be lovely. Mm-hmm. What All you right. Got? What episode do you think about the most?
1: What episode do you think about the most?
0: That's for you. Oh, I
1: thought I just picked the unit one.
0: You did.
1: And I answered it for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What episode do you think about the most? Well, that's an easy answer. It's uh, Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, I think yeah. it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's my favorite episode. I don't know, but anyway, certainly one of my top five because then I'd have to think about whether it is or not. But it's certainly one I think about the most because I think it's an interesting exploration where you know the usual monster of the week is is there, but it's almost sort of like ah, oh, we just have to have one. So there you are. But that's not our story. Our story is about just Vincent Van Gogh in general, and I think. That's an interesting exploration of a character, Um, and obviously, you know, also dealing with the ending, because obviously Doctor Who plays with historical characters a lot. Sometimes it's just sort of a um, use as sort of adding a little... Cherry on top of the monster story, it's like, oh, we're fighting a monsters, but there's also, you know, Amelia Earhart or something, you know, but but we don't really get to the historical character that much. What what's their meaning? What do they really add to that story? It's kind of like with <clears> Tesla. Tesla yeah. I was thinking the same you know, thing. How much are we exploring his life and his meaning? And, and and I mean, I'm not saying they didn't do it in that episode. Not to pick on that one in particular, but I think with Vincent Van Gogh, it was sort of explaining that character, and not only exploring his character, but then knowing his tragic ending you still have the tragic ending. You're not going to change that, you know, but dealing with what to do with that, because it's as a audience member, you want to presumably usually want a happy ending or a satisfying ending, but there's not one. Cause you know, what's going to happen. He kills himself. You know, that's what happens. That's his life. But framing that, in a different way that there were good days and it was he was good to be around sometimes and there's this genius in the art and what he, how he saw things and I think that gives meaning to something so I think even the historical details of where you know the black and white textbook this is the historical explanation a person's life can obviously be more than that and I think that's what that does
0: and the idea that his mental health doesn't define him
1: right, Yeah. You're, no one's ever defined by the best thing or worst thing that they do that there's people, but that their point of view, I think, is what makes it interesting. At least for Van Gogh. Van Gogh. I have to do the F sound. And so, whereas in America, it's just Van Gogh. So, yeah, that was mine.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, that one's one I think about a lot. Blink still.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I just think it's such a beautifully constructed episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that I really like it.
1: I did throw a question away, yes. All right, so this was a question for you what set of companions so this is it could be one two three whatever you want oh I know what I think I would. meant what set of companions so this is um and again I write these questions so I can interpret them what the set of like so a defined you can't mix time errors so yeah a set of companions it has to be a different error of the doctor what set of companions would be best for the war doctor so in other words like the second doctor's companion the fourth doc you know mm-hmm. you have to include them all as a set right or even it's just one person so you know what I'm saying yeah the war doctor companions Ooh, what would be a good set, the set for him War
0: doctor companions
1: big. or companion
0: yeah i kind of want to put the tenth doctor's companions in there just all
1: of them <laughs> well but
0: isn't that what she said we had to do well
1: yeah I, yeah i mean in other words like you couldn't put like oh i want Adric and Bil- bill potts you know it has right. to be
0: yeah oh bill potts would be interesting mm-hmm. with him um i was thinking martha okay particularly specifically
1: it'd be a very interesting combination of you know not that every story of his would have to be the time war but presumably they would be but she you know almost is sort of the i mean she's a doctor i'm not trying to downplay her part depending on when she got her in her era medical student slash doctor but she's sort of the medic to the military guy you know the war Mm -hmm. doctors out there fighting the fight and she's the one Trying to correct the damage, you know.
0: But also being a little bit of a warrior herself. Right. But I think her medical background would give the war doctor compassion when he needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, which might be interesting.
1: Yeah, because I think the one thing that's interesting to explore with the war doctor is, you know, he drank the warrior drink. <laughs> and doesn't want to be the doctor. Or, or, it's interesting because in the big finish, he doesn't consider himself a doctor in the 50th I'm trying to remember does he not consider himself a doctor or because kids gets tell you know some thing the doctors don't consider him the doctor, mm. which is the same thing because he is, you know, yeah. we get into that, you know, the doctors don't consider him a doctor but, because but he himself, it, you know. But then it
0: becomes a place. Yeah. At what point did he consider himself no longer a doctor? Yeah. Was it while he was actually doing it, uh-huh. or was it in retrospect after his regeneration that he turned his back? Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, uh, which is an interesting question.
1: Because then it's, it's you know, does the, if he is the warrior, what, what could bring him back to that or know. Yeah. But yeah, I think Martha would be a good choice.
0: Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Bill Potts would be fun too. I
1: think so. Too.
0: All right, what series? Your handwriting, baby. What series had the best finale? Now, do you mean like yes, which doctor to regenerate or which that particular season?
1: Yeah, that particular season. Okay.
0: Um, to use the American version,
1: exactly. And so I'm going to use New Who because classic who didn't necessarily think finale for seasons they just had whichever story is last and people can disagree but that's how i'm answering it so out of the 14 13 series anyway in my head and it's it's i'm kind of trying to avoid picking a regeneration ending because i feel like it's almost cheating in a way i mean you have ones out then two master i don't think it's my favorite though right now i'm, I'm thinking about the you know Martha Captain Jack journeys journeys end i guess let me think about the 11th and 12th and 13th 13th Doctor, obviously you know those series you know we like 13 but her series are not great for the yeah. endings um, 12th doctor again clara's not usually our biggest fan so bill never had the finale and that's the regeneration 11th doctor I'm trying to remember what some of them were.
0: I know. I'm not going to be able to answer (laughs) But I think that's the answer. I mean,
1: there's the Pandora opens. I remember that.
0: I liked that one. Uh,
1: Then there's the ending, the um, river time breaks. Astronaut. Well, yeah, the the finale is with the river breaking time. And he's, you know, he's the philosopher and he's uh, on the train. On the the train. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. The wedding of River Song. Yeah. Uh, So the one that comes to mind, you know what I'm saying, is probably Journey's End. That's the one with the tenth Doctor, basically having all of his companions together because the Earth gets moved. Uh, yeah,
0: of course. And so just because
1: you have that whole cl- you have you know you have Captain Jack, you have Rose, you have Martha, you have Donna, you have everyone, Sarah Jane, you have Torchwood. You, I mean, everything comes together. All the spinoffs coming to this. That's, I think that was, and I thought it was well done with all the spinoffs coming together that existed at that point. So I'll say, *Journey's End* was my favorite. Okay. I mean, it's, it's like th- two-parters, but that's the name of one of those ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: See, and you're better at this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily keep up with, oh, the series ended. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got nothing. All right. Who would be the worst doctor to travel with?
1: Well, six isn't the first one that comes to mind, but let me think about it for two seconds. Probably 12, I think. If I'm allowed to pick mm-hmm. two, I'll say six and 12. Now, of course, you can also say, Philip, pick your worst your least favorite doctors, but I guess that's also why. I mean, because it's a personality thing. Because you know, Twelfth Doctor, if he ever finds out I was in the army, he's not going to like me. Um, oh, poor you! Exactly, but uh, yeah, because I, I think he's just going to insult you the whole time.
0: Eh, possibly, you can mm. handle it. I don't You're think. He, I
1: don't think he likes men.
0: Hmm, interesting. Okay,
1: I don't. I can't think of any guys he got along with. Not at all. He didn't get. He insulted him the whole time.
0: Well, yeah, but that's
1: different. <laughs>
0: I insult you all the uh, time.
1: Yeah, but you're cute.
0: Well, there is that.
1: But, and then six doctors, same way. He's just going to insult you the whole time and think you're stupid.
0: Yeah, not a big fan of six. I'd go with one. What a curmudgeon. He'd drive me batty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you and know. He, and he
1: mispronounced your name.
0: Obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, no. No, thank you.
1: Right. I mean, you'd I think you'd look good in black and white, so.
0: I mean, thanks, but. Mm-hmm. I can do the second doctor for that. That's
1: true. All right, we've been a little lazy in this, but anyway. Besides the eighth doctor, okay, which doctor would you want to listen to on Big Finish for a whole series, new and classic? So, picking a classic one and a new one. So, you know, we've been listening. We've been a little lazy lately. But, you know, we listened to the series or the Eighth Doctor on Big Finish because he has lots and lots of stories. And we've kind of been listening straight through. I know there's other doctors on Big Finish, obviously, but they don't necessarily have storylines in order per se. So, if you could pick a classic doctor who you'd listen to, like a whole season of stories, and a new doctor you'd listen to, or a whole season of stories on Big Finish, who do you think it would be?
0: I think seven. Okay. Possibly three. I'm not mad at three. I like three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that there's my classics.
1: I think with big. So just I'm not trying to so big. Just knowing like it's not going to be you know, John Pertwee. Obviously, it'd be someone doing the voice of John Pertwee.
0: The the cute little fella,
1: John Coulthard. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the cute little fella. He can do John Pertwee if he mm-hmm. wants to, as long as he does it right. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, and then new who I think definitely eleven. Although...
1: Now that... It, I mean, the news has come out in the past week that Chris Eccleston is going to be coming to Big Finish now.
0: Which is exciting. Yeah. Which is exciting. And I also wouldn't necessarily be mad about a 13. Mm-hmm. It might be interesting. Might give us a little more depth.
1: hmm
0: So, yeah. Those are my choices.
1: Okay. And you're sticking are you by. Going,
0: are you going with six?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and... No, I'm not, obviously. <laughs> I know. But we still haven't listened to his redone finale. I'm interested in that. Okay. His regeneration story that we never got in real life.
0: Oh, right. Who would be the best Doctor to travel with?
1: Oh. So do you think I should answer this as it's just me or that there's a group with us? Because I feel like with 13th Doctor, but I mean, it'd be cool to have a fam, though. If it's just you, I think it does change my answer if it's just me and the Doctor.
0: Oh, and you don't get their companions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that.
1: Is it just me? Yeah. I mean, it
0: might be me, too.
1: Right. Ugh. (laughs) In that case. <laughs> Well, we know the love of Dr. Handles married couples well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me think. Uh, so, the best doctor to travel with. I think seven would be interesting.
0: Mm.
1: I'm trying to figure out who wouldn't insult me, and that obviously narrows the list a lot. So, four. fifth? ah, oh, yeah. Fifth would be... Fifth, because I feel like he'd be the most relatable, Pete, Peter Davison. Except <laughs> for the whole vegetable stuff on the collar. Five seven he's, he's gonna take you weird places and be cryptic mm-hmm. about it yep yeah I'll, I'll go with five five is my choice i feel he's the most relatable you know it wouldn't be weird you know just be cool okay well, who would you
0: um i think 11 would be my top choice again mm-hmm. um are
1: you just trying to be a river maybe mm-hmm.
0: um i would have been a great river mm-hmm. um also i might go with the war doctor
1: really yeah mmm going to be a lot of war going on. I know. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. I can handle it. Ah, da, 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 What new who companion would work best with the Eighth Doctor?
1: Oh. So that's a specific one. So the Eighth Doctor. So I have to get thinking of them in my head. So Rose. Yeah. I mean, she she's sort of would not be a no, but love the Let me go backwards. Let's go with 13th Doctors, folks. Um, With the Eighth Doctor. I think yes could be a possibility. Bill, Uh I'm, I'm they would be fine, but she would not be my pick for the eighth Doctor necessarily. Clara, meh. Nah, Amy, meh. Nah. And then all the tenth Doctor. I don't know. Don would be a little much for the eighth Doctor. Uh, Martha, maybe. So yeah, I'm gonna stick with um. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with yes. Yes for the eighth <laughs> Doctor. Sorry, I had to get like all of them in my head. Yeah. Need to write it down, like you always tell me.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think Bill Potts might be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Particularly if you think about somebody like Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And even um, the other girl from Two Pints of Lager. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm I'm sticking with Bill. Mm -hmm. I think Bill would be fun. All right.
1: Okay. Who's your favorite classic doctor and why?
0: Uh, Seven for Ace. (laughs)
1: Nothing about him, just that he has a a campaign that you like
0: Yeah, a little bit Uh I mean, I like him alright I mean, we haven't seen a whole lot of him Uh I'm thoroughly enjoying 3 Although, and and partially because of the absurdity of it You know, his need for fight scenes and everything (laughs) And to have fancy, fancy cars and Yeah, I kind of like his indulgence It makes me laugh
1: what would be the vehicle you'd want to ride in the most? Would it be Bessie or would it be the hovercraft? No, those
0: <laughs> things are weird. It'd be Bessie and I uh-huh. could play with the horn. Honk, 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 honk. Which doctor, any era, would you want in a two doctor special with 13?
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have to actually. <laughs> sorry, I wrote these, but it's, it's a 13, but it has to be. Oh, it's one more other doctor. So yeah. what, who do you want for the 13th doctor? Um, any era. Oh. Well, I think just for the sake of argument, I'm going to try to avoid any recent ones. Not that they, obviously in the real world, that's who you'd get because they're, you know, presumably would look like themselves. Um, but I'm sort of going to use a little imagination here about who I think would either work best or our uh, best. I mean, we get the, the, we don't like each other doctors enough. Like who would work, you know, it'd be the sort of like the 50th where we don't like each other for two sexes, but then we work fine well together. So um, with 13, I'm leaning towards seven. Let me think it out in my head here. Fifth would be too blonde together. Uh, fourth is too weird. He doesn't work well with people. Um, Bad team player. Uh, two. Hmm. So I'm going to say between two and seven with the 13th Doctor. I'll go seven, just because I haven't seen him. He was never in a multi-doctor special, so I'm going to give him one. So I'll say the seventh Doctor with 13. Okay. Because, you know, it'd be – you could, if you wanted to, because the, the whole conspiratorial side of the seventh – not conspiratorial, but – There's always a grand chess game going with the seventh Doctor, but I think with the thirteenth Doctor and this whole Gallifrey business, I wave my hand as I say that. You know, it could be some sort of exploration more into the history of the Gallifrey and Time Lords and all that. It could be Mm -hmm. some ancient thing where they have to go together, and so I'd say thirteen and seven, Um, and then you know Ace could be part of the fam. Obviously, yeah.
0: Ryan would be fascinated by her. (laughs)
1: I I thought you said we couldn't play with guns
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not a gun (laughs) I'd go with War Doctor
1: Okay I think there'd be a
0: lot of room for conflict But not necessarily dislike of each other Mm -hmm. So, yeah
1: What would be his nickname for her? (laughs) Rainbow Bright Yeah
0: Uh Who would you like to... Spend tea time with <laughs> Russell T Davies, uh, Stephen Moffat, or Chris Chibnall.
1: It's hard. Hmm. Very difficult. Difficult. There. You know, and I don't know enough about Chris, so he's not necessarily in my running because I have to chill with someone who you know a little bit more about. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, Stephen. Uh, to me, I'm sure that Stephen and Russell are both writers, of course. I just think Stephen Moore as a writer, and I, that's probably unfair, than Russell. But Russell has obviously done a lot and seen a lot and obviously brought Doctor Who back. And So I'm going to go ahead and lean just as from the writing aspect to Stephen Moore. Because we just have a writing discussion. Not that Russell probably wouldn't have a lot to say too, but Stephen Moffat, I think.
0: Okay. I, I would sort of go with the same, so mm-hmm. I would join you.
1: Okay. Oh, well, uh, do you have to? Does that
0: change your answer? It does,
1: obviously. Alright, All right. so the final two questions, darling. Final two questions. Okay. I'll go for here. Which companion besides. I meant actress, but you know, or actor. Which companion besides Katie Manning would you like to hear from the most during a box set extra? So, in other words, you know, we, we the Blu ray specials, we had the Third Doctor, we got to hear a lot of extras, and Katie Manning provided a lot of commentary, a lot of good stuff. Mm. But, like, you know, so which companion would you hear like to hear the most stories from? In a in a Blu-ray extra,
0: I think Pearl Mackey Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, particularly because she had such an interesting group with Matt, what's his name? Yes. And uh, Missy and Peter Capaldi. I just think it's an interesting eclectic group of people. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go Pearl Mackey I'd like to hear her stories. And because, comparatively speaking, she was so much younger. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be an interesting perspective. I'd also love to hear the stories of River Song. (laughs) So, yeah. What era of Doctor... Oh, sorry. What era of Doctor Who (laughs) (laughs) would you like to be part of creatively? And how?
1: Well, obviously the writing aspect... This is probably wouldn't be my real answer, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to pick a classic era. Just because the writing is something we struggle with because of the four-parters, or five-parters, or six-parters, or seven-parters. But I think it also leaves you more time to play with characters. So, you know, a stereotype would be that in New Who, we explore our characters more, our companions more. Um, you know, deeper thinking about their home life, where they come from. And while that's probably true as a broad strokes, we certainly had more time to do it in the classic era when you have four parts and there's not necessarily a story that is four parts. You know, you could have time to explore your characters mm. more. I mean, they just it didn't. And I'm not, but not because maybe they didn't want to. Just it wasn't how things were done, probably, or you know, yeah. More, so more, you
0: want you want to take a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah. So I would think in which era would I want, doctor would I have to want to write for. Well, I feel like it's the one that I am would want to help the most that needs it. Fifth Doctor era. Just because, I, I, again, I, I like the character. I like some of the companions. I wasn't even going to say most. I just think we need better stories to explore those. So, I'll say the 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 Davison era, which I assume is JNT. But, um yeah, be one of the s- story editors or writers or whatever they called themselves back then. Writing stories.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, you know I want to be Riversong. <laughs>
1: um, Which era, though? That's several eras. 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yeah, <laughs> I think
0: probably 11, because she's got the most stories in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a director, but I'm not in any way, shape, or form a film director. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not something I'm particularly interested in. The things that I like about directing are... You know, talking about character and staging things to look just right, and I, I think that film directing is, is not something that I would particularly enjoy. So,
1: well, you know, we met with uh, Jamie Childs, and yes. so you don't have to be responsible for again, how to do a rigging of the construction site and having to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that
0: that's just not an aspect of of creativity that I am particularly interested in exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I want to make pictures, I want to to really talk about character, mm-hmm. and, and I think with, with filming, and uh, I mean, I, I imagine that there are some films and some television programs where you get that opportunity, but they're fewer and farther in between, and a lot of times they're pretentious, so mm. I don't want to make that choice. So yeah, it would be as an actor, and I think probably the 11th Doctor, the 10th Doctor, I would want you writing for the 13th Doctor, because <laughs> exactly. somebody needs
1: to <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yep. All right, well, with that, let's go into the TARDIS Library. When you close your eyes.
0: I go to the library.
1: Go to the library now. All right, into the TARDIS Library. We're going to talk about a, uh, I'll say older, it's five years old, an older television series, uh, Fortitude. Fortitude. That stars a few Doctor Who and other sci fi alums, most notably Christopher Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode premiered 29 January 2015. Do you like to read just a series synopsis?
0: Sure. On the Norwegian Arctic Island of Fortitude, things appear calm on the surface, but a string of violent and increasingly strange deaths slowly exact a toll on the quiet international community where almost everyone appears to be keeping at least one secret. Yes, Broad Church of the North. Oh my God, yes. As as I was reading that, I was like, this is just a really cold Broad Church.
1: (laughs) So I was trying to look, you know, I was trying to look at, you know, stuff stuff. Like a series that had other Doctor Who actors. This is Chris Eccleston. We'll talk about his role. Um, it's spoilery, but it's the first episode, so everyone can get over it. General thoughts about... Because we watched two episodes. Um, yes. it's, I think it's a 12 episode in that first series. But anyway, what do you think of Fortitude before we get into um, individual characters in there?
0: I don't want to watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're going to continue watching it. We did do the, the first two episodes. And um, it's not... It's just not my thing, I think. There is nothing that particularly grabbed me. So there's nobody that I'm particularly rooting for or particularly really interested in finding out more about. It's it's an interesting idea. Uh, We've got polar bears, (laughs) and we've got a woolly mammoth jaw, and strange deaths, and that guy's brother from Star Trek not Discovery yeah. Yeah. not Discovery uh, Picard,
1: Picard. Yeah. Stanley Tucci
0: Stanley Tucci shows up yeah so lots of uh, I'm not suggesting it's bad it is just not my thing
1: and what do you think makes it Different from, say, a broad church which you watch for three series.
0: I think part of it was simply nice. I knew more people. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be honest, uh-huh. you know, I was interested
1: because um... it's not. I mean, it's a BBC show, but it's not sort of an a British show. Yeah. I mean, it's even if they're British actors, they're all playing Icelandic.
0: Yeah, which is yeah, fine, whatever. but, you know, Norwegian. I mean, Sorry. yeah, I mean, Broadchurch had Olivia Colman and David Tennant and Arthur Darville, mm-hmm. all of whom I had some familiarity, and of course the the third first doctor, and so there were, there were faces that I recognized, and maybe that's not the key thing, I don't know. Yeah, well,
1: you know, you like what you like. Um, just spotlight a few characters or actors here. We, and I'm, hopefully I'm saying these all these correctly. You Ted, will
0: not be. I can guarantee yeah. it.
1: Alexandra Moen, who plays PC Petra Bergen. She was Lucy Saxon. Okay. So she was the... Uh, not, I mean, we only watched the first two episodes, so not really a breakout part. But it's just like, hey, wait, that's Lucy Saxon playing the PC in there. So that was one part there. Uh, who you already alluded to, Luke Treadway. That's supposed to be an R there. Um, Treadway. Uh, he plays Vincent Rattery. And I have him as not Harry. Because I... I can't tell the difference between the brothers.
0: They're twins. Yes, because okay.
1: Luke, who we watched, one I I think one for the um on the West End for for what were you talking about the other night, um Curious Incident.
0: Oh right, oh, okay. Huh.
1: So, so we, he was in. Um, okay,
0: and then his twin brother well, Harry is the one that's in Star Trek, Trek Picard, Picard and yeah. other
1: stuff. Which I was just reading on Wiki or something that Luke, who we watched in Fortitude. You know, has is married, or at least you know from you know Wikipedia's if if it's accurate, um, was that he you know he lives with his wife and I think two children and twin brother Harry. I was just like, oh, okay. One of these days you'll get on your own, Harry. Yeah, (laughs) twins
0: are a strange. Like I can't think. Are there any other examples? Of, of twin
1: actors. Of twins. You, know, you know, there's actors. one, a, a, one who's successful, but you know. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. And there's certain yeah. brothers and sisters and all that, but, but twins. I, I mean, think I'm sure Scarlett
0: Johansson has a twin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashton Kutcher definitely does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, as you say, there are people, but
1: that are both particularly
0: different. identical twins. Yes. Identical twins who are both going out yeah. as actors. Doing well.
1: Yeah. Because I think Luke, I mean, just, you know, I'm sure they're successful in other ways, but Luke tends to be more theater than Harry. Harry tends to be a little more on TV, but obviously Luke's on TV here. That's why we're talking about him. But, yeah.
0: So. It's a strange, mm-hmm. unusual, yeah. Yeah. If you know of twins who were actors, I mean, there's obviously Lindsay Lohan and her twin, but they were just together in the parent trap, so... <laughs> I don't think the other twin has done anything since then.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. This one.
0: (laughs) Which which obviously brings us back to Haley Mills and her twin (laughs) in the original Parent Trap. And same. The other twin never did anything
1: else. (laughs) Um, Also in...
0: Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, The Sprouse kids. Cole and Dylan Sprouse. Cole is in Riverdale... At the minute. Okay. He plays Jughead. But they were like baby twins. They were um, the twins. Were they the twins in Full House? I was about to say,
1: that did bring up Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. Who, I mean, you know, not much these days. But, I mean, that they would count. You know, yeah. At least ch- child actors. Yeah, they I mean, these guys yeah. are
0: in their mid-twenties, mm-hmm. and they're still doing that. They did the... Mm, Sweet Life of Zack uh, There
1: was a Disney thing that was in the back of my yeah, head when you said that. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I think they were oh. also Ben in Friends.
1: Sister, Sister. I don't know the name of those two women. Oh,
0: yes. Tia and, and Tamara. Tamara. Tamara Mowry, I maybe. Could, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're coming up with options, but none of those, except for the Sprouse Boys, are... are grown up.
1: Right, yes. Adult actors. Adult
0: actors, yeah. Who
1: are independently successful, not just as a twin show. Yeah,
0: the Olsons yeah. obviously did everything pretty together. much together, and yeah. now they don't act very much anymore, right. if at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they've left. They've they've passed that down to their younger sister. Mm-hmm. The two Maori girls, I know one of them had a talk show, but I don't think they're really acting, acting much anymore. Like I said, Cole Sprouse has got a show at the minute I think Dylan Sprouse is dating a supermodel or something. I don't know. I know. Then we just came up with a bunch. Sorry. <laughs> we went a little sideways on that one.
1: Another actress is Jessica Raine. Obviously, obviously more known for Call the Midwife. But she uh, plays the character Emma Grayling. She was also in the 11th Doctor episode, Hide. But maybe a little more memorable as Verity,
0: more Verity. Memorable
1: as Verity Lambert in An Adventure in Space and Time. Well, there you go. Yeah, she's sort of... If we're playing church, she plays the mother. <laughs> she plays Jodie Whittaker. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm That's make, useful. I'm making that up. They're, they're not straight. Um,
0: it's, yeah, no, it's not a straight comparison at all, but...
1: Uh, yeah. I'm going to skip that. The, the
0: mother of a sick-slash-dead yeah, child.
1: yes. I'm going to skip that for a second. It goes to Sir Michael Gambon, um, who plays Henry Tyson. Very uh, mysterious role. I mean, other than, you know, he's dying of liver cancer um i don't want to say a drunk but you know he's he's he's
0: a a a drunk drunk because of the incident of the incident yeah the
1: the 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 first episode starts with him sort of walking down the i'll say beach ice tall ice so (laughs) walking down the the ice beach and uh discovering a body which looks like um because um, i'm adding the mysterious looks like it was eaten by a bear and he goes to, I guess, shoot the bear, but ends up shooting the guy. Who? Bi- yeah,
0: it wasn't a body. The guy was alive. Hey, he hey. was screaming. He looked
1: like he was. You know, I don't, he
0: was. You yeah, he's on his way <laughs> out, and the bear yeah. is attacking him. And he, the, Michael Gambon, aims the gun at the bear and misses and hits the guy, which, yeah, to a certain extent, is a mercy killing. Yeah. But then the sheriff is all it of a sudden pops out of nowhere. Yeah, right nowhere. There, there already, yeah. and is just like, "Go home. I'll deal with this." Uh. And then in the second death, the police, the sheriff is also there. Shows up, and it's like I'm taking care of that. Yeah, very, very, very sketchy. But yeah, so Michael Gambon is drinking himself to death, and he's been told that he really needs to leave Fortitude because he's dying, and they don't want to take care of it yeah i didn't something.
1: understand that i'm sure i don't know if there was like they don't have a medical facility so if you're dying you get kicked off the island or something i mean you're well not kicked off you're you know go to the mainland but uh kicked off yeah and he of course played among many things but at least doctor who related kazron sardik and the christmas carol yep. christmas special yeah and we come to christopher eccleston which was who brought me to the series who plays professor charles stoddart yep. And uh, gets killed at the end of the first episode. Yep, spoilers. Yep. No, I mean shows I mean- up
0: as a body in the second. <laughs> e- although, actually, in the second episode, it turns out he's alive, and yeah. then he dies. Uh, yeah,
1: Oh, that's Christopher. Never keep him down.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah.
1: But uh, I, you know, I think he shows up. I mean, flashbacks. I don't think he comes back to life a third time. But anyway, so, you know,
0: maybe it's a vampire story. I
1: exactly. don't know. <laughs> so, anyway,
0: unfortunately, I just don't care enough to, <laughs> to find out. If Chris
1: hadn't died, would you be interested?
0: I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Just because, again, I don't have any affection for any of the characters. Mm -hmm. Like, none of them. The ones that, like um, Emma Grayling, Mm -hmm. who you have sympathy for. Mm -hmm. Her son is sick and her husband's a cheating bastard. I, I have sympathy for that. But I don't know enough. Like, I didn't get to spend enough time with her to... Have any reason to root for her, mm-hmm. and everybody else seems really dreadful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um So yeah, no, I, there's just nobody to root for.
1: There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, with the, well, this won't be our main topic, but just to give everyone a heads up so they can also watch along too is for our library entry next week. We'll be talking about the latest clever dick films production uh focusing on companion he focuses on jamie Jamie, i'm
0: so excited i can't wait
1: so check it out on youtube if you haven't already clever dick films he's also on twitter now Mm. and uh watch his companion focus on jamie of the second doctor era and uh, we'll talk about that next week but until then keep enjoying the doctor's many adventures throughout time time and and space. space This is BBC Television.